This is the Partnership for the Arts Talk Show, where we talk art. So that fine, upstanding young man that did the announcing, that is Stephen Tacey. Stephen, thank you for that, sir. And hello out there to everyone. Welcome back to Partnership for the Arts, where we talk art. And hello to you too, wife. How are you holding up there? Good to see you back in here. Good to see you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. We, we've had a busy day so far. Interview and interview and interview. Yes, we have. And I'm excited about the next one. Yes, we have an author, wonderful lady coming here on the show that will be talking about her dealings in Alzheimer's. Uh, we will be discussing her books and uh, some of the great things that she has done, created along the way that, that in helping them successful. So we're going to get with her in just a minute. Are you ready to start the show? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. This is Partnership for the Arts. Come join us. As we explore the worlds of art. You can find us on our Facebook page at Partnership for the Arts Group Talk Show. Or you can find us on our new website at pftatalkshow.org. PFTA Talk Show is recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We are glad to be here today with Amira C. Tame. Mm -hmm. Amira has a lot of history and activities and an author of some books, activities books and training videos to help people with Alzheimer's and dementia. Amira, it's good to see you. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mary and Dave. Yes. Good good to have you here. Good to catch up with you. Thank you very much for having me here today. And I have something to read for you. Yes, you wanted to start off with uh, with a story there, correct? It's correct. It's okay. called A Stunning Senior Moment. Stunning Senior Moment. Okay, correct. let's go. A self-important college freshman walking along the beach took it upon himself to explain to a senior citizen resting on the steps why it was impossible for the older generation to understand his generation. So... You grew up in a different world, actually an almost primitive one. The students said loud enough for others to hear. The young people of today grew up with television, jet planes, space travel, man walking on the moon. We have nuclear energy, ships and cell phones, computers with light speed and many, many more. After a brief silence, this senior citizen responded as follows. You're right, son. We didn't have those things when we were young. So we invented them. Now, you arrogant little punk, what are you doing for the next generation? What I know for sure is that when we stand tall, we are standing on the shoulders of our ancestors. Okay. <laughs> this is good. Now you mentioned that you always like to start with that story. Yes, Dave. Yeah. Why is that? Well, because we have to remember the elders people, they opened their paths for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Without them, we are, we are still behind in our lives. They opened the life, the future, the light. This yeah. is the reason. So right. I like to mention that. That's why always remembering and understanding your history is always important. 
It's correct. Know where you come from. It's correct. And that includes country and all. So, yes. Yeah. History and respect for our elders, which is it's, sometimes missing. It is correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. So just a little reminder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Great. good. That's Great. a good reminder. Yeah. yeah. Friendly reminder, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amir, now we are going to get into your books. You are an author, published author. Uh, but we want to talk about you for a little bit. So let's let's talk some history. Let's start with where are you originally from? I'm from Lebanon. Lebanon. Yes, okay. and we moved to uh, Michigan, 1980. Mm -hmm. You and your family, your parents? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to college, and uh, while I uh, went to college, I had a few jobs, you know, and uh, I got my degrees, and uh, I got a job in a nursing home. So I have uh, working with elderly people in care facilities for uh, over 20 years. Okay. So I began working as companion for elderly people while putting myself through college. So one of my job was cooking okay. and, and, uh, or taking them shopping. What I know for sure, I burned most of their food. <laughs> <laughs> it can be either salty or no flavor. <laughs> but <laughs> it is but it didn't matter to them because they recognize the true love and care that I showed them. Mm. Yeah, that's so important. It's true. When I smile with the residents, they smile back at me. Smile is better than than words. Mm. Mm. And I I discovered humor is a valuable tool to improve participations in activities, emotionally and yeah. physically well-being. Yeah. Right. Makes life better all the way around. Right. Especially if you have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, my experiences in care facilities inspired me to publish a book and spread the word about how to make the activities successful for people with low-function abilities. Right. Okay. Well, great segue. Let's uh, let's discuss your books, because you have been an author for quite a while, actually. Um, when did you write the first book? Uh, let me say I wrote a few books. The mm -hmm. first one, twenty years ago, okay. <laughs> uh, healing the wounds of Alzheimer's. Okay. And the second one, ABCs of activities for Alzheimer's. Now, uh, I have amazing activities for low-function abilities at any level. The latest one is coming. It's called Activities Design for Low-Function Abilities at okay. any level. Right, and you were saying this is a, an updated book based on the previous one. More yes, advanced. it's more, yes, updated, mm -hmm. more information. What kind of tools you can use for people with Alzheimer's. You have to work with their abilities level and use activities that work for the ability level. Focus on what they can do rather than what they cannot. Mm. So it needed techniques. Once you have the techniques, you got the success. This is what it is. It's very simple, easy to do it. Only you have to do open your heart and uh, be patient with your loved one because sometimes when you talk to the person with Alzheimer's, it's not the person you're talking to with the disease. Yeah. So you have to really recognize these issues. And one thing I want to talk about this one, Alzheimer's disease robs uh, memories from your loved one. Mm -hmm. But one thing is they cannot take their feelings away. 
their feelings lives in their heart and is protected by your loved one, caregivers, and friends. There you go. Uh, I am often reminded how important feelings are. I was in a facility that I had not visited for over a year. A staff member who recognized me said, Sophie is sitting over there. Sophie was one of uh, my clients. Mm -hmm. Without saying anything, Sophie sat next to me. And she stared at me and she said, do I, do I know you? I said, did you recognize me? She says, yes, from your laugh and your hairstyle. <laughs> and she said, honey, I have not seen you for a long time. Where have you been? Okay, Amir, I, excuse me. I, I know you're reaching for some other material there in your bag, but you got to sit still. You, get, you need to get back in front of the mic. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You were talking about Sophie remembering you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sophie is remember who I was. And she remember how I made her feel. Mm -hmm. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But guess what? They will never forget how you made them feel. Okay. It is true. So this is a story I will really remind the people. It's okay to you don't really know your name. Mm -hmm. They can remember what was happening an hour ago. But they will keep their feelings in their heart to live forever. Wow, that's beautiful, Amira. Yes, it that's, is. See, this is what I love to you, you bring to the table, Amira. It's experience and, uh, you know, just good common decency and, and respect for the person and understanding the position that they're in uh, so that you can help them. And you were saying that these techniques that you use uh, have been very successful for you. That is true, because if you ask how to make the activities successful, the, 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 to make activities successful, there is a three keys. The keys are very simple. It's okay. not really complicated. The first key is to learn about how, what is a dementia, how it affects the person with Alzheimer's, and caregivers, and friends, and family. Hmm. And the second uh, key is one of the most important keys to successful activities is to know that individual history, their past experiences will help you create successful activities. Mm, okay. The third key is activities related to a former career are often most effective and reassuring and enjoyable for a person with dementia. Okay, uh, Mira? Let's uh, hold off right there for a second, everyone. We're going to take a break and come back. And Mira, we're going to get you. We're going to get you situated back in front of that mic. <laughs> it is true. I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. Hi, my name is George Mancini, and I listen to Partnership for the Arts, and it is a rewarding experience. Okay, so we are back, and we want to make sure that we thank George Mancini for that. Uh, George Mancini is an instructor. He has traveled and performed all over the world. Uh, 
he resides here in the Punta Gorda area. So, George, thank you for that. Can't wait to catch up with you again. So we are sitting here with Amira C. Tame. Uh, she is an author. She has published several books on helping individuals, groups, families uh, with techniques to help deal with loved ones and, and others uh, that suffer from dementia and uh, Alzheimer's. So before the break, Amir, you had mentioned the three keys you use for success. Uh, would you please continue? Focus on what they can do rather than what they cannot. That's all it reads, really. Work on their abilities level and uh, make the task very simple yeah. and easy and invite them for anything you want them to do. Okay, so working with them in the capability they have and not trying to get them up to a level that they, there may not be possible for them to do. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. want them to do any task or do something. Let's say it uh, helps you washing a car. Don't send them outside to wash a car. Ask for help. Mm-hmm. Show love, respect. If you give them a job, they feel like really you, you don't understand them. You don't understand their feelings. Uh, they want somebody always invited because they know what's going on, but they don't know what it is. Right, exactly. And I like especially the second key that it's based on their experiences and their history that helps you develop the activities that are individual and specific for them. It's correct. Let me give you this little story. I was in the facilities working on activities, hands-on activities. A few minutes later, I have a lady. She just, one of the residents, show up. She says, hey, you, nurse. And I smiled. And she says, come here, come here. I said, I said, hi. She said, I hate your necklace. I said, oh, I hate my necklace too. She says, oh, you do? I said, yes, would you please take it off? She said, of course. And I felt like she was relaxed, and she took her time, and she took the necklace, and I put it, she put it on my hand, and I said, thank you very much. What I did empower her and make her feel good and peaceful, walked mm-hmm. away from me. What I know, I didn't know anything. She hate blue necklace. <laughs> I don't know if she hate anything but blue. Right. <laughs> but I made it all right and uh, no problems, and I learned. So we have to really, in a profile form, tell about things they like or dislike. Mm-hmm. And then you will never really uh, have a problem with your loved one or anybody else. You have to give respect. What that person like, what didn't like, this kind of things. So it's, this is a very simple key, but some people don't believe like they will get better, why they can't remember their names. Uh, they turn sometimes to anger, the caregivers, what happened. So if you give away the anger, throw it out of your bag and focus on your loved one. That's what makes a difference. You know, this is how it works. When you really want to work with your loved one, hands on activities, first of all, let me ask you this, Dave. When you say, when someone asks you, how are you? What would you say usually? You say, fine, thank you. First of all, when you ask the person with with Alzheimer's, they might say, oh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Mm -hmm. But 
you don't know much uh, what's going on in their life. But if you ask in a concerned way, how are you feeling today? You will know the answer because they feel you really cares before you're doing the activities. Mm -hmm. So that's how it gets started. And then you will learn about their body language and you will learn about things bothering them and you will get started with activities. A love and care and respect that makes everything different. You know, let me tell you something. And also when people, when we ask people, how are you? Everybody's almost every person say, I'm fine. I'm, but you know, I know you don't tell people about your problem, but do you know 90% of people don't care about your problems and the 10% are happy you, you got them. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> are happy you got them. But if you ask the person with, with, with dementia, it's the same thing. She responds back, I'm fine. You don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You always have to ask in a concerned way. How are you feeling today? Mm -hmm. Right. And you've mentioned both Alzheimer's and dementia. Can you explain to us the difference between, or is there a difference between the two? Yes, the dementia is, uh, when, when I say dementia is a, is a disease progressive, but it has a form. Some, term, some form of dementia is uh, reversible. For instance, dehydration, malnutrition, and some medication can cause forgetfulness. Ah. Alzheimer's disease is degenerative brain disease. There is no cure yet. And what I know is more than 6 million Americans with Alzheimer's. So uh, there is no cure. Maybe it's on the way. But what we need to do is do our best providing activities for people with mm -hmm. dementia, work on their ability level, and uh, keep them busy and keep their pride and dignity. You know, let me say something to you. You people forget, uh, you want to go to the, the room, the bedrooms, or going to the kitchen, they forget what they're going to do there. But do you remember, this is normal things. But if you for, put your keys in the refrigerator or under the bed, or uh, and you don't really remember at all, mm -hmm. every time, this is something you have to really concern and, and uh, ask what, what's going on, and the family need to just talk about it. And then uh, as things get worse, you may want you know, consider to see a doctor. Well, you, you've worked very successfully with individuals, and it's obvious that you care. You have a, a deep level of caring for people of all abilities. Uh, I know you also uh, spend time teaching others, caregivers and those in nursing facilities and other facilities where they're caring for people with dementia and or Alzheimer's, and you're helping them to learn how to bring out the best and, and be caring and, and open up with, with others. And I, th I just think that's so powerful because what you have learned over the years and you have created these activity books and these training videos right. and creative activities for, for low-functioning um, people that you are now sharing that knowledge with others that are in the same position with other people. It's correct. Mary, let me say something. It really, when I, people, when I have a, always have a conference or a giving workshops or something, this kind of things, and then they ask me questions, she says, you know, how can I provide activities for my mother? She can remember my name. And she have all the negative thoughts 
surrounded with. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, yeah. and you know, I said, you know, I, I said, if you stay here, you know, just watch the workshop and uh, I'll promise you, I'll give you the key. When you, once you get the key, you're on your way. Mm -hmm. You know how to you work with your mom. It's the case. You are dealing with Alzheimer's disease. The, don't get angry. Only you have to do focus on your loved one. Uh, get the, uh, the, the, the things she likes. Let's say she likes to read, or she likes to read a story, or she likes to uh, go shopping, or fold the clothing, or something, anything. Follow the things she would love to do. And when you see them in a, really not in a good mood, you have to like uh, turn the music on, social hour, ice cream, or uh, something, or uh, give magazines, shopping, to see the magazines about a baby mm -hmm. faces, mm -hmm. or, uh, or about some, something funny could be a, a dog's, you know, a show, something, give them, bring up the, the boost up their, 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 uh, their happiness. Right. That's what I really need to do. The simple things, it works for them. It's not really complicated in my opinion at all. Once you learn about your loved one, everything is really place and easy. It's not hard. Give them something, inviting them for like winding a yarn or uh, please, I need your help, invite her. Uh, you want you wanna her to eat, invite her. I am hungry, would you like to join me? Yes, you know, she that's a good say, technique. She would say, oh yeah, I would. But if you put the food on a table, you say, mom, the food is ready. Yeah, Let's you need to eat. eat. Well, <laughs> she never heard that in her life, and she right. feel like she the feelings, it hurts. Yeah. But she cannot say the word, but she live with the feelings. Yeah. And you wonder why she's not happy with you. You know, right. so this all about gives the love, the care, respect, and right. the dignity. That's how to live with. Yes. So uh, this is what I do, and I, I really give you stories as and amazing stories I can work with. I have a lady, uh, you know, let me tell you about that one. I have a lady. Uh, she comes to the activities room every day, and uh, she get cookies, and she go back to. Uh, to her room, mm -hmm. and one day we ran out of cookies, and I told her, we are gonna have a cookies tomorrow. Two days later, the cookies never show up, you know? And I found the cookies, and I went back to her room. I told her, I have cookies if you wanna come get some. She said, cookies? I says, yeah, she paused for like a few seconds. She looked at me, and she says, no, thank you. She wasn't happy. What happened? Her memory was triggered by her mistrust. So you have to really uh, know how to talk with a person, and uh, they, they all rely on that feelings. Mm -hmm. um, this is what is really, this is what they really carry on in their life. Right, right. and I imagine that it was a break in her um, oh, what, routine. Uh, because the cookies were there every day, and then suddenly they weren't there for two days or even three, maybe. Uh, that was her whole routine was thrown off. It's true. Yeah, that's true. So you have to know they are very sensitive. You have to if you didn't if you promise something, you apologize if it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, and I have I again give you more stories, and I have a lady I work for at home, and I used to see her a couple times a week, and then I that day. She wants ice cream. And uh, I says, okay, I took her in a car for a ride. I can't find the ice cream uh, place where. 
The next day, somebody told me there's ice cream like a couple miles away from her house. I said, you know, Esther, let's go for ice cream. She said, we want to go for ice cream? I said, yes. She stared at me for a second. She says, no, I'm not going. <laughs> I <laughs> said, what? She said, she said, I don't know. I'm not going. Oh, and she, she was disappointed, that. though. That she didn't want to be disappointed Exactly. Yeah. So I felt bad because I was not able to find the ice cream because all they carry, their feelings. That's right. what we really mm-hmm. work with. Right. Right. Because are protected. Okay. So hold on. We're going to take another break. We'll be back in just a minute. All of me. Why not take all of me? My name is Michelle Kazanowski. I'm a musician and a teacher. And I listen to Partnership for the Arts talk show. Take my lips, I want to lose them. Oh, and won't you take these arms? Who are they going to hold if you refuse them? (laughs) Okay, so we are back, and we want to make sure that we thank Michelle for that spot. Man, I love every time that comes back around. I just love her voice. We are here with Amira C. Tame. And Dave, uh, I'd like to ask you to share with our listeners some of Amira's certifications and other things that she does or holds um, besides writing four books plus one, I believe, and and taking care of people and teaching other people how to take care of people. What else is she doing? What else is she up to? Yeah, well, I and, right, uh, Mira, you just brought in. Uh, some additional information uh, pamphlets on some of the other things that you have been doing, uh, credited with. So uh, here we go. Certified activities consultant, educator, teacher, dimensional practitioner, certified laugh leader in the world laughing tour. What, what is that? Laughter leader, I became certified 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, laughter is something we all need to do. Okay, if, sure. Uh, you know, actually, uh, kids laugh 300 times a day, but for an adult, they laugh 30 times a day. So laughter is something uh, it can help you boost the immune system. Mm-hmm. Do you know one minute of anger weakens the immune system four to five hours? Oh. One minute of laughter boosts the immune system for 24 hours. Laughter brings people together. Uh, a laughter relaxes you. Laughter helps you to, to, de- to uh, decrease all the depression, uh, anxiety, stress, stress yeah. and uh, that's what it is. That's what laughter is. Yeah. It's everyone really, if you don't laugh at, like, at least 50 times a day, your day would not be happy as you think <laughs> because so, laughter is the closest distance between two people as well. Oh, I like that one. That's good. Well, I guess the old cliche is true, right? Uh, laughter is the best medicine. It is. Uh, Laugh when that. you can. It's cheaper yeah. than medicine, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and better for you. Better yeah. For you. <laughs> right. So, Amira, uh, the World Laughter Tour, What what is this? Some sort of therapy program? This is World Laughter Tour. This is was discovered by Steve Wilson. 2005, like I said in mm-hmm. early, it's just you gather people and laugh. Laughter is you can laugh with no reason. Uh, because they say 
fake it, fake it till you make it. <laughs> because the, the, uh, the study says it doesn't matter. The body doesn't know the distinction between real uh, laughter or fake laughter. And things we do, people together, it's surrounded, and they laugh for no reason. And how they do it? By do a clapping and uh, a breathing. Mm -hmm. You take a deep breath in, and you, uh, you raise your hands towards the ceilings, and then on exhale, you say, ah, ha, 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 ha. And, you, and then you will say it, like uh, maybe three times, you will say, hey, ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. Yay! <laughs> and people make a laugh for no reason. And, and, and smiles are contagious, you know? Mm -hmm. This is when I laugh for no reason. You laugh. Why am I laughing for? It's all about contagious. That's why we laugh a lot. And it's good for us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so is this World Laughter Tour, is this like an organization? It is organization. Yeah, okay. It is organization. Uh, for a long time, I don't know exactly how long, really. Uh, I know I was um, uh, certified 2005. Mm -hmm. I would say maybe around... Oh, well, yeah, okay. So, again, um, reading through this list, you have a standard of excellence and education, and then the amount of uh, seminars and programs you've done, the 25 years. You have been a very busy lady. Well, um, we, yeah. you know, if you like what you do, Dave, you know, True you want to, yes, you want to keep going to <laughs> yeah. share your experiences with the rest of the world. Right, right. right. You know? There you go. Um, I see you have presentations for Blue Cross Blue Shield, Alzheimer's Association, PERD National Conventions, National Association of Professionals. And there are many, many more here, but definitely a lot of organizations that you have worked with and have done presentations with and for. Well, this is we like to keep our experiences alive and uh, and shared with others. Right. Right. If you like what you do, yeah. don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Amira, you obviously <laughs> keep going, and it's important what you do. Yeah, it's wonderful that you have been uh, making a lifetime of working and helping others to help other people. That could end up being a very difficult and, and emotional situation working with people with dementia and Alzheimer's. Yes, Alzheimer's. it's correct. So yes. they welcome if they want to check my website. If right, right. Contact info, very important. Okay, actually, my uh, website is www.amirawellnessactivities.com. Amirawellnessactivities.com. Yeah. Correct. Okay, we will make sure that that is up there on the website when the uh, show comes out. So with that being said, Amira, thank you for taking the time because we are out of time to come here on the show. It's wonderful that, again, I'll state that you've made a lifetime of helping others with something that could be so very, very difficult. But it has definitely been a pleasure to know that you could make other people laugh. <laughs> I was going to say, and it's been a pleasure laughing along with you as well. Yes. We Thank appreciate you very much. You. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Dave, for yes. having me today. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, again, Mira, thank you for coming on the show. Just wonderful uh, with what you do. Thank you. Thank you, Dave, for having me. Thank you, Mary. Uh, it was thank a pleasure. Uh, Miss Mary, wife, we have got to wrap up here because uh, we've 
got to uh, get on the road for another road Heading trip. down the road, yep. And another interview. So before we go, we want to make sure that we thank everyone that listens to Follows Along and helps contribute in their time and resources to make this show possible. So we thank all of you for that. And we will get together next time where we talk art. Thanks for listening to the Partnership for the Arts talk show. 